This is the EPLOG audio experience. It's always good to keep the child in you alive, they say. Now, what are some of the things we were good at while we were children and perhaps sometimes lose when we grow old? Curiosity? Maybe creativity? Crazy imagination power? Among other things, I'm sure. But really, aren't these some of the key sought-after skills in the work world today? Welcome to Voice of Achievers. I'm Yashika and I'm sitting down exploring the depths of some of the childlike attributes and characteristics that we seem to have lost with our guest today. Born and raised in Vadodara, Shantanu Datta Gupta is currently the publisher for Scholastic in India. He started his professional career in 2004 as a copywriter for advertising agencies, graduated to being a journalist and worked with the Times of India, and also then as a technology writer for magazines like Macworld of the International Data Group. The NGO sector then as a human rights enthusiast and finally went back to thinking like a child in 2007 when he took on the role of publishing for children. He's extremely passionate about books and Lego blocks. He believes that every experience builds character and hopes that everybody finds a calling where they can express themselves creatively and passionately. Did I mention that he is super curious? Welcome to the show, Shantanu. Thank you for having me here, Yashika. Uh, what a wonderful uh, introduction and I don't, it's kind of strange, you know, to hear all of that. <laughs> so I think I, I remember the time when I used to be in school and school used to have those scholastic magazine fairs, so to say, and you take your mama along and uh, you want to maybe get your hands on to one of those books which have like super interesting covers. Having worked in this sector for so many years, what uh, do you think you learn while thinking like a child? Well, uh, excellent question. Uh, first and foremost, um, uh, I'm glad that you're a scholastic child. Uh, but to answer your question, you know, thinking like a child. Now, that's that's a phrase that is chucked around a lot. And, you know, it, it's one of those corporate things, right? You know, uh, oh, you got to think creatively, you know, you got to think like a child, you know, let's create a playroom in the office and yada, 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 all of those sorts of things. Huh. Sorts of things. But, but the thing is that, you know, you can't really manufacture all of that. And I think a lot has got to do with how you A, are brought up, in what kind of environment you're brought up. So for instance, you know, I have a very, uh, a fairly multilingual and multi sort of a cultural upbringing because, you know, I mean, I'm half Bengali, half Gujarati. I was brought, I, I, I was born in Gujarat, uh, brought up in Bangalore, Bombay, Delhi. So I think that uh, in a fairly agnostic uh, home atmosphere, I might add, you know, uh, and I feel that there's a lot of, a lot has to be said about exposure. But at the same time, uh, one of the really interesting things about thinking like a child is, uh, is at a certain level, you know, what happens is that once you, once you are beyond, I think, 15, and you know, after you go through your, uh, you know, your teenage angst years, there's a certain amount of bias that sets in 
in your life you know it's part of becoming an adult right you have various perspective cause and effect on things you see the repercussions of things so you tend to become very guarded and you know the carefreeness with which you look at what you say to somebody or the world in general when you look at it it tends to disappear you know because you are and society has a huge role to play in that because you tend to think like oh okay this is how i need to now behave in order to fit in you know i i often describe uh, uh myself as not an adult as but as a kid adult okay wow you know because yeah i mean i i still but the point is that i still work work on my usual work which is uh, which is looking at manuscripts and publishing books and i enjoy that a lot because i like to read you know as as you said i i love lego i love uh, you know writing letters to people wow i love uh, trying to do things you know which are constructive and are not necessarily straight jacketed into a particular age group how does one's childhood shape uh, their imagination how did yours shape yours well well i think i think childhood and imagination are are i mean, I mean they're they're sort of connected and they're they're uh, intrinsically one thing right uh, the concept of an imagination where you have you know you ask a 5 year old to to draw something and they come up with the most amazing things you know but as an adult you're like oh my god that's like so silly and you know i mean it doesn't have any shape or form but the whole point of imagination is that it has no shape or form you know the way we look i mean the way you look at things i mean look at the great leaders or whatever the great innovators uh, one particular guy who comes to my mind is albert einstein uh, now einstein until very late in his life he really didn't do his old physics thing and i'm uh, i'm really cutting short his story and sorry mr einstein but uh, he was a patent clerk but he was really interested in physics he was very poor at math but can you imagine he came up with that concept of how the universe works just by imagination he just sat there and wondered one day why does something happen this way it's like you and me are talking right now how are we connected we are connected through the internet and how is the internet work oh it works through you ask someone young people today how does the internet work and they said well you know uh, the cell phone transmits a signal and and the internet works and i get my messages my email but the fact of the matter is that the internet would not work around the world if it weren't for these giant global undersea cables which are running across all our oceans and all of those cables those paths of all those cables were laid when the first you know telegraph was invented so it's the same 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 areas where all those cables are kept so in a sense we are 150 years ahead from that time but it's essentially really old technology and it's just the way you reimagine things Well, so part of this also dwells on curiosity, and again, like you said, the corporate jargon, curiosity is is the next most uh, sought after skill. Mm-hmm. Again, a childlike curiosity is something that uh, we use very often. Also, uh, this this constant urge of you asking questions or 
uh, us believing that asking questions is the right thing to do or showcase curiosity which typically might not be the case i mean you don't necessarily always need to ask questions so how do you build curiosity what is your take on curiosity well my take on curiosity is very simple you do the things that you don't feel confident about doing you know uh, just to give you an example you know all of us are on social media there is a lot of there are a lot of advertisements that you see right uh, whether it is about you know learn how to draw or learn how to write all of these things so there's this thing that that is that is doing the rounds which is you know what you have to creatively use your time you know be creative in things you know to cope up with the pandemic but the thing is that if you don't try new things and you got to force yourself to do it curiosity is not something that is like oh my god wow you know this person is so smart and you know he's always curious and he or she is always curious but you got to try new things i've tried so many new things in the past 7 months the whole idea is that you know you stop becoming curious when you stop pushing yourself and challenging yourself because think about it when you try something new like doing this podcast today this is a new thing for me you know but it's fun it's a conversation with somebody who knows what can come out of this let curiosity is is something that should not be measured as a as a as some sort of a result coming out of it it should just be for fun of course we spoke about curiosity we spoke about creativity we spoke about imagination as a publisher and a publisher for children you're constantly surrounded by uh transcripts by writings by thoughts by you're constantly surrounded by things related to children what are some of the things that you have picked aapne kya seekha hai is journey mein from 2007 jab se aap ye kar rahe hain what are some of the things that you've actually picked up yeah i think i think that that is the most imp- one of the reasons why i enjoy my job so much and why i've been doing it for so long is because it all starts with the one basic thing and i'll get to your question soon it starts with doing what you like to do you know when you start your career you know your your there are many compulsions in your life you are either it could be peer pressure my friend or friends are doing a masters i am not doing a masters how maybe i should also do my masters you know a large percentage and proportion of people especially in india and in in asian countries you know in in our societies uh, we are obsessed with doing things in a certain way and you know falling into careers and don't really end up doing what we want to do you know so for instance when i was young i wanted to be an actor i mean it's still it's a lifelong passion but you know uh, i i probably didn't have the uh, you know in your life things don't always fall into place but you find ways to exp- press yourself in that manner so for instance you you know i do a lot of read alouds for children and families and things like that i that's a that's that's my outlet for that part of my life which is perhaps not been seen the light of day in the way i expected it to be so you know one thing is very very important try out lots of things in your career and uh, you know you will find something eventually that you like a lot it's not like okay i like this and i want to be a poet and i want to be an artist so you know you push yourself into a corner and you pressurize yourself saying that okay by the age of 30 and i hear that a lot yes 
by age of 30, I'm going to be, I have to be this. But what ends up happening is at the age of 25, people have a quarter life crisis. Now, and that's something that I recently learned that people have quarter life crisis. <laughs> Wait till you get to 40 guys. <laughs> but anyway, so my point being that find finding what you like, whether it's an interest and somehow managing, if you can figure out a way, and I don't have the answer to that. You have to be, luck plays a big part, okay? <laughs> Reality check, guys. No, but then some, sometimes it's harder than uh, you had imagined it would be. For example, aapke liye, you started off as an, uh, you know, a completely novice in the field. I wouldn't say that you weren't aware of the publishing industry. You had worked as a journalist, as a writer, etc. So you were in that world. But uh, it was a completely new space for you. How do you figure out what you like doing? Is it like, try and then you'll figure it out? Yeah, is there a thing that, you know, you know that you're creative around your college days and you should probably look at some creative career? Look, there are are clarity early days, school mein ho ya school pass out kar rahe ho college join kiye ho agar aapko wo colleague dikh jati hai to wo dikh jati hai aur aap usi mein chale jate ho but agar aapko wo calling nahi dikhti to hota kya hai ki early 20s mein aap apne aap ko discover kar rahe ho aap apne doubts jo bhi vagaira hai aap ambitions bahut hai dekhiye aapke ambitions jo hai na jab aap young hote ho बहुत बहुत बड़े होते हैं क्योंकि आपको लगता है कि मैं कुछ भी कर सकता हूं तो थोड़ा बहुत आप ट्राई कीजिए इधर-उधर और आज की तारीख में तो इतनी सारी अपॉर्चुनिटीज हैं आप कुछ भी कर सकते हैं आप YouTube स्टार बन सकते हो आप Instagram स्टार बन सकते हो आप राइटर बन सकते हो आप इन्फ्लुएंसर बन सकते हो एंड व्हेन आई से दिस आई से दिस इन ऑल द राइट स्पिरिट आप जो भी करना है आप ट्राई कीजिए उसमें उससे कुछ एक्सपेक्ट मत कीजिए करियर में देखिए अगर आप सुबह-सुबह ऑफिस जाते हैं या जहां पे भी आप अपने काम पे जाते हैं अगर आपको अच्छा लग रहा है और अगर आपको ज्यादा पैसों से योर मोटिवेटर इज नॉट योर सैलरी एट द एंड ऑफ द मंथ यू कंसीडर इट दैट यू फाउंड योर गोइंग द राइट डायरेक्शन वाओ क्योंकि देखिए पैसा तो आएगा और पैसा कभी एनफ नहीं होगा you know, maybe I was thinking but one very, very wise person told me, she said to me that, you know, Shantanu, money will come. It will never be enough. But today, I, you know, I mean, of course, I'm in, in the mid part of my career. But I feel that I've reached a point where there are now many more motivations than money. And I didn't even realize when I, <laughs> when I started making whatever, quote-unquote, money. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, what is what is an example? What are some of the motivators uh, for you? Some of the motivators for me right now, uh, it's being able to talk to you and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, uh, giving some, uh, you know, giving some hope and giving some uh, insight into young people. I am very, very connected to young people. I think because I think like a child, I think maybe that's why. The ability to talk to you like this, you know, also the ability to have the time to do something constructive with what I have right now, you know, so I read a lot. 
you know, um, which I, we will get to about the reading aspect of uh, uh, being creative and imaginative. I read a lot. I uh, I do a little bit of gardening. You know, I uh, I go for I go for walks in the evenings. I listen to a lot of music. And generally, I try to keep myself occupied uh, um, as much as I can. Surprisingly enough, I have not been watching too much uh, Netflix and stuff like that. There was a phase where I did, but now I kind of stopped because, yeah, I I I feel that there's more things that I can do. Beautiful. What does what do things like reading, walking, gardening? These are things that uh, I would say in today's day and age are they're far fetched for the youth today. This uh, because there's so much. um so much digital connectivity there's there's netflix there's instagram there are uh, all your social mediums that you can be on there's just anything and everything the classes are on your screen on so what are some of the things that these um these passions or these vocations actually bring to you or bring to your professional life look first and foremost uh if whoever's listening right now um read it doesn't matter what you read yeah you read books you read magazines no one reads the newspapers but i i believe that newspapers are a great source of information and there's some nice stories that that happen in newspapers as well i'm a little old school in that that regard but you know the whole point again good to reiterate is that all of these activities yashika they they don't have any they don't have any end there is no goal that i seek to get from them i just do them because okay you're sitting in your house you're bored you you know dimag thoda kharab ho raha hai ulte direction mein ja rahe hain thoughts to change kar do na joote pehen ke nikal jao bahar kahin telne chale jao you know music laga ke chal lo you know it's you know this old this old school thing right in you know uh, being a flaneur it's a french term a flaneur is somebody who's just like Who doesn't do anything? Adda bazi karta hai. Ha, okay. Yeah, adda bazi karti hai. You know, you know, you can just yeah, just hang around, take a walk. People watch. You know, uh, it doesn't have to be every living moment of ours. Does not have to be an engaging living moment. You know, uh, so whether you are looking at social media and all, and that that's the operative word. We are looking, but we are not seeing. How do we go beyond? well seeing requires effort okay seeing requires effort it requires patience and persistence right think about it when you are watching a netflix show when you are watching a netflix show you are watching it you are rarely really thinking about it because you are binging from episode after episode after episode if i ask you 3 days later hey yashika what happened on that 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 episode you be you'll blank because you know so many things happen so quickly and you were really not processing it now what happens is that your your brain the human brain is designed to be distracted so every little thing darwaza khula message aaya ghanti baji ye hua chipkali nikli wahan se i mean there's always a distraction and always wants to be distracted you know which is why people are constantly oh my god oh my god i want to stop overthinking overthinking is a big word huh? right these days everybody is like overthinking ho raha hai overthinking ho raha hai but when you say for example read something and you tell yourself that listen i am going to buy a lamp on my bedside 
and before I sleep, 15 minutes, I'm going to take a book. It could be any book. It could be a book from your childhood that you read 20 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago, whatever. It could be a magazine. And you read, start reading for 15 minutes. Now, there are a few things that will happen when you do that. The first and foremost is you'll be like, oh my God, this is so boring. You know, because your mind is so used to distractions. But here's the really amazing thing, and this is scientifically proven, that when you read, you know, it's known to lower your blood pressure. It's known to lower your heart rate in a good way. And uh, it's relaxing. And secondly, a very important functioning is happening on your, you know, on, on the front part of your brain, which is where the thinking happens and the understanding happens. When you're reading, you are doing the work. The book is not doing the work because the words are already there. Now think, think about it, juxtapose that against Netflix where words are being to, coming to you, but you're not doing any thinking. So reading forces you to think. It's, it's, a, it's a connection between the person who has written that book. It's a very personal connection, which is why you have empathy when you read a book and you identify with a certain character that you really like from a book. You know, so there is a, there's a certain amount of effort that goes into it. And it's very rewarding. Think about it. When you finish reading a book, you feel really good about it. You feel smarter about it. You feel smarter. Oh, wow, I learned something today. What are some of the, I, I love that thought actually, I've just completely gone into that, uh, the reading mode and the after feeling, you actually made me go there. Uh, what are some of the, the books that you would recommend young professionals to read? It could be fiction, it could be non-fiction, anything. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't know. There's just so much out there, you know, um, look. First and foremost, I would recommend uh, don't go online, don't go to Amazon or something like that to look for a book. Talk to some friends of yours, visit a bookstore, spend some time over there. And when I say spend some time, it could be an hour. Go through things. Most bookstores will allow you, will give you a stool to sit down, to browse through books and see what you like. I believe that there are, um, there, there are many, many books out there for all sorts of individuals. And one of the great things about books is that, you know, it's, it's, it's almost every book is sort of, there's a book for every individual out there in the world. So, you know, recommending something which is blatantly uh, for everyone. Sure, there are all the bestsellers that are there, but that might not speak to you. But I can certainly say that there are certain types of books. I'd say Try reading biographies. You know, uh, it could be, I don't know, it could be Walter Isaacson's biographies of Steve Jobs, maybe, you know, very inspiring. Um, what if someone's new to reading? I mean, they, they say, pick something that you like, you know, there's that saying, pick something that you like reading until you like reading. Yeah, but for that to happen, you gotta, you gotta read, <laughs> you gotta read uh, wide and deep. You know, before you start really enjoying a certain certain type of thing. I, for example, uh, love reading comic books and graphic novels. I feel that you know, if you're if you've lost the habit of reading, and you know, you don't uh, you feel uh, a bit scared of you know picking up a big fat book, uh, Amita Ghosh or something, you know, eight hundred pages. You know, so then don't do that. Go looking for a book which is thin, 
look for a book which is a, a graphic novel you know look uh, i can i can name one which is really good it's it's called uh, persepolis by marhan satrapi it's the story of marhan satrapi autobiography and she's also an illustrator of her of her growing up in iran you know during the iran iraq war in the 80s it's, it's a wonderful book you know and it's a great way to understand about the world culture and you know more importantly it's very accessible i'd say read children's books if you read something when you were young read them again because your perspective of that will be very different now so true anything for uh, what are some of the topics uh, that you feel are have become important for the youth today in the sense that uh, of course the world has changed the way uh, youngsters look at things have changed and because you're in the business what are some of the topics that you feel are relevant and uh, will will require thought will require some reading will require some understanding yeah well uh, look things have things changed so fast these days people who are say 5 years younger than me i, I see generation gaps there you know and I, i i mean that in the best possible way but there are some common threads that you know have not changed in thousands of years of mankind's history and when i say mankind i i say it just for using that word i mean women are included in that as well but uh, you know whether it's the philosophies of life you know whether it is the issues of you know politics whether it is family relations whether it is conjuring up fictional imaginations in legends and myths the one some of the most popular popular books these days uh, in at least in children's and has been for a while is fantasy and in the adult section if you think if you look at it it's self help you know uh what does that tell you what does that tell you about the youth uh the fact that these books are popular as they are maybe fantasy yes agreed part uh, horror i would say and uh, yes self help pretty much what does that tell you does that really tell you something about uh the kind of readers well yeah it tells me that you know <laughs> uh, uh no matter how much technology we have no matter how you know uh, different we think we are from you know uh, people who are maybe older than us uh, actually you know uh, it's the same things really don't change as you grow older there are your perspectives change but the challenges of um, you know of 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 of, of mental well being good relationships eating healthy just living a good life are the same they nothing changes and i'm glad that i see young people addressing that raising those issues of you know things like gender and you know uh, all of those sorts of things you know uh, which were unheard of in my time when i was growing up so and you know really rallying behind a cause you know even if it means that you know you you rally behind causes through social media that's fine but i think finding purpose from a societal standpoint is so critical and young people are doing that i my only observation about that is that perhaps do more research you know re, i mean read a little bit more about something go into the details of things 
you know, uh, rather than, you know, just make, uh, say, a flippant remark or pass judgment. Uh, young people are very careful about judgment and passing judgment and all of that. But at the same time, I think getting perspective is, is equally important for you to make more informed comments and decisions. Because we are talking about young people, what are some of the skills and characteristics, maybe even thoughts that uh, would be critical in the world uh, that we are stepping into, a post-pandemic world or just, just the world of technology of the future? Mm. What are some of the skills that will be key? I think, uh, I, I think the, the biggest skill, now this is something that is going to the realm of, uh, you know, that, that intermingling of technology uh, and, and, you know, and humans and sort of, we're going to the realm of science fiction and fantasy now. Think about it. Uh, you know, when I, was, when I was young, I used to watch Star Trek. And I mean, like in the 90s, back in, back in those days, they, you know, on, on, the, on the show, the captain of the ship would, you know, bark out orders and would have this little slate kind of a thing in his hand. And he would toot, 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 toot on that. And, you know, you know, whatever, the command would be executed. I was like, wow, what a great thing that is. Look at it today. We have iPad. That, that's essentially an iPad from 1991, you know, which was there in, science, in a science fiction TV show. So, you know, what I'm trying to get at is that, look, imagination and fiction can be, become reality and definitely influences reality. Another case, another example, a little story I'll tell you. Now, going, going forward into the future, if we are looking at a situation where we are so intelligent and have all this technology and all of that, but still can't figure out a virus. So what do we do? Maybe, just maybe, we start going bionic. We start having chips inside us that are able to sort of symbiotically, you know, be in us and do certain things for us and not be affected by that. And mind you, this is not very far from reality. In Sweden, people have those chips in their arms for certain types of transactions and stuff like that if you want to. If you want to sign up for that, you can. So, you know, there is a, I, I believe that there is going to be a, a intersection between interfaces of, you know, this, these phones and all that we are currently there. We are physically attached to them. We are mentally attached to them, but we are not, we have not physiologically, we are not enmeshed in them. Physiologically, we are not in, we are not together, but that's that's going to happen, whether we like it or not. You know, people keep telling me this is, oh my God, Jantanu, you know, you're there telling your stories again. <laughs> but I was like, hey, it's a story. It can happen. It might not happen. It might happen. We, we never know. Beautiful. I love that. What about, because you spoke about overthinking, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to go back a little. You spoke about overthinking and uh, the current generation overthinking. Oh my God, I'm overthinking this cognitive overload. There's so much stress. There is, you also spoke about biases. You spoke about uh, how as adults, as we grow up, there are certain biases and there are certain stereotypes that uh, we start um, holding our guards on. So how do you break those? What? How would you break that? How do you remove those biases? Well, first and foremost, by questioning your parents. You know, uh, yeah, it's true, guys. You know, 
at the end of the day look uh, biases can be changed only only when you now now here i'm talking about what we touched upon earlier about direct questioning on certain things say to your parents because your parents tell you you know it's not good to do this and don't do like this don't do like that you know whatever but then you also have to start questioning what how you have been brought up why you have been brought up in a certain way secondly what's related to that and linked to that is you know what you are at the end of the day the average of the five people that you spend the most time with now yashika i want you to think about that for a second five people you spend the most time with you are the average of that now it's now and i want all your listeners to also think about it just think for a second pause this episode right now and think the five people who you have most contact with every day or every week you are the average of those five people so if you want to break bias if you have a great set of five people great but i'm guessing that a lot of us don't have the best five that we would like to be surrounded by with so you know surround yourself with people who are who are mad who are uh, whatever successful in whatever capacity who are who have an outlook who are resilient who you know who who are who have had very difficult uh, lives you know you'll find that the people who have the most difficult lives are the ones who have the best attitude towards life you know surround yourself with people who are interesting and different surround yourself with a you know with a with a graphic designer surround yourself with an it friend surround yourself with a musician surround yourself with a politician surround yourself who knows can you imagine those five four different perspectives that you're getting in itself is your intellectual uh, uh bank balance so to speak wow is going to improve immediately love that love that thought oh gosh amazing i'm actually thinking of those five five people i did think of them good one what are some of the subjects uh, uh, we spoke about science fiction we spoke about fantasy and fantasy i'm guessing is very different from because as children or as young adults we are used to reading fiction or science fiction that comes from the west what would be some of the subjects if if there's a writer if there's a creator if there's an illustrator listening to this podcast what are some of the things or some of the subjects that will be relevant for readers tomorrow okay from from an indian context from an indian context okay i'm glad you brought this up uh, yashika because yes look whether we like it or not uh, we have been we are and we continue to be influenced by uh, by the west uh, no matter what we what we do and that really holds true to a large extent even with you know books that are for there for young people whether it's for children or for young adults or for you know professionals that are coming out in their early 20s i i, I would say look there is a humongous treasure trove of stories and fantasy in in india you know you look at i, I mean i live in delhi and if i go about 200 kilometers outside delhi I, i can find something completely different there's a different dialect 
there is a different uh, you know sort of hindi being spoken or you know no one speaks english but there's just so much difference in our so much diversity that it's it's overflowing correct so look finding a story it's it all begins with how you want to expose yourself so if you're an art, if you're an artist illustrator or a, or a writer and don't get me wrong a lot of there are amazing illustrators out there who are doing very original stuff but i believe that before you start writing your own stuff read not only the western books which are which are coming out from england or or, or america but uh, start reading some of your own history read more indian myths there's so many indian myths how many of us have read jataka tales you know read the jataka tales you know read read anything there's plenty out there there there's so many wonderful stories from northeast india there are some wonderful myths and there are some wonderful fantastic stories that are there i don't see any representation from there let's bring some representation from there you know so there is a lot of visuality about about our country and there is a lot of literature because it's an old old civilization you know so uh, and part of the greatness of an old civilization is that it's able to constantly adapt and imbibe you know new cultures so if you look at china or you look at india perhaps the oldest civilizations in the world no matter how messed up things are but things are still working and that's because tradition mythology all of this is intertwined and enmeshed so deeply in our dna that we just need to look scratch a little bit under our skins and rediscover those things we spoke about visual of course there is physical book reading and i cannot help but ask you this typical so called typical question about the digital uh, forms of reading what about audio books what is going to be the future for children or for young adults does a book do the same to you as an audio book does a digital book work differently what is your take well my personal take is that i read i i read or i read on my kindle i read on a physical book um i don't listen to uh, to audio books that much i listen to a lot of podcasts but i don't listen to a lot of audio books because i find that when i'm when i'm listening to an audio book i find that i can do other things while listening to it maybe be distracted and maybe not read anything else but certainly do some other activities folding the clothes after washing them now what's happening is that my my auditory senses are listening to it but is it really going in but yeah so audio books are something which you know i personally am not uh, too much into but uh, certainly in uh, you know for young people and when i say young people i mean let's start with children you know one of the big things about over the years i've seen is that uh, yeah, you know the the physicality of an object now whether it is a you know whether it is a toy or whether it is a book or anything you know there's a certain tactile nature to it you know whether it's holding a pencil or certain things or uh, we have seen that you know children really uh, are able to engage with a you know with a book in a very different way as compared to how they engage with a device you know so they have like you know children these days they are very smart they know when they are being photographed and things like that but that's you see because they are digital natives they are understanding that very naturally it comes naturally to them 
in a physical book in a year, early years in your life the the tactile nature of a book and holding it in your hands is completely different you know and i, I believe that you know um, the younger that you start say reading out to a child a story i i've seen it happen they will end up becoming readers because they are they have to get used to you know seeing that happen and the physicality of a book that's why the physicality of a book is important mm. um besides the fact that it also smells nice you know there's a certain joy that it brings you know but as you grow older uh, um it it really doesn't matter you know what medium you're using i think what's important is that that you keep reading it because at the end of the day a device is you know i can't think of any other device except for the kindle that is built solely for only reading what are some of the can i ask you uh what is one or two books that have had a really huge impact on your life oh that's a <laughs> that's a really tough one <laughs> <laughs> i i i my 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 bookshelf is in the other room uh but i'd say okay let me let me let me now think I mean, is there something that you keep going back to maybe you know i i am i am a strange bird that way i i don't i don't reread books too much i just yeah i don't reread books a lot but um there was this book that had a really big impact on me and i perhaps should read it again is it's called lust for life yeah it's written by the book is called lust for life by irving stone okay and it's not a new book it was originally published in in the 1930s it's this autobiographical account of it's a biography not an autobiography of vincent van gogh the, you know the dutch painter i found that to be profoundly moving um then the, then another book that i really enjoyed was this book called the tennis partner by abraham verges uh extraordinary book about uh, about two friends one of them is a you know he's a heroin addict and you know how his uh, is this guy and his friend they 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 essentially they play tennis together and you know how the story unfolds from that it's a very touching story um what else there there's so <laughs> there's so many books maybe i can share i can share a list on the and you can add in the show notes or something like that you know like a crazy no <laughs> okay fine <laughs> but uh, no can we talk about i want to know when you're looking at a manuscript and i'm talking from the perspective of uh, young writers what are the things that you're looking at when you're um, you're you're sort of vetting a manuscript or you're you're seeing how the indian writer or the writer has evolved over the years what are some of the things that you like or you'd give plus 1 marks for Hmm. Now there is an interesting thing about uh, about children's books. Um it one of the great things about Indian children's writing is that 90 90 more than 95% of the writers are women. And I find that uh, I find it extraordinary and I also find it very uh, it's kind of sad that you know so many women are writing there's there's this one section 
of this is one industry where you know the shape of young people's minds are being shaped by you know these wonderfully imaginative uh, women who are contributing so so well um and i don't think he's being recognized as much you know but but i think that you know there is a there is a huge uh, that's a huge impact big cultural impact being made and as i see manuscripts these days uh, i have you know last year i uh, uh, we signed up a manuscript uh, in which uh, it talked about a divorce from a 13 year old girl's perspective um we recently uh, I, we published a book on uh, on depression uh, for young adults in you know um um so i'm essentially looking for stories which are not quote unquote children's stories so they are going to be colorful inside and you know have to be like whatever you know talk about a fantasy land and you know blah 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 no i think that we need to evolve and understand that an 8 year old today in 2020 is far more aware of the world and perceptive than you and i were when we were 8 you know so we, we need to i look for stories which are uh, which which have some meaning with to, to this child who's 8 years old look i when someone asked me oh yeah you know i recommend enid blyton to my child i said why no no but enid blyton to jaisa koi nahi hai आज का बच्चा उसमें घंटी बजती है फोन जो फेमस फाइव में किसी का फोन आता है दे डायल द फोन विच किड नोज दैट टूडे बॉर्न इन टू थाउजेंड टेन हाउ आर दर्क लैंडलाइन विथ यू नो डायल लाइक दिस इन यूचर टू डायल इट लाइक दैट यू नो एंड देन वेट फॉर समथिंग टू रिंग एंड देन दे मीट इन दर सीक्रेट ट्री हाउस वट वेरी it doesn't make any sense to a kid these days <laughs> it's like reading the classics why the hell should i read classics you know i mean i don't you know here's here's a confession i have not read all the classics i don't like the classics because i i don't i, I don't identify with them sure there's some of them which are great you know o henry is great mopasson is great but like i don't like charles dickens the only classic i love is arthur conan doyle sherlock holmes victorian racy was interesting murder mysteries and all of that kind of stuff right the rest i don't care about you know far from the madding crowd and you know the mayor of casterbridge one one experience that uh, that has that has been relevant in shaping up you professionally anything that you remember is there one experience or one takeaway from a disappointment a challenge that you may have faced in your career well i think that there are always going to be challenges and things like that in your career uh i i would like to say that uh that you know achievement don't look at achievement as um as something which is oh yes i have done that and now i achieved it you know look at yourself and your career as a constant uh you know learning process uh and you know essentially don't take yourself too seriously and don't take your career too seriously and don't take life too seriously you know um you know i it's very interesting you know achievement what is achievement you asked me you know earlier what is achievement achievement is something that is a perception that you have of me 
you know oh you know yashika is so you know she's so famous you know she does all these podcasts wow yaar you know achieve something great but to you you're just sitting over here and you're recording the podcast you're not you're not looking at it as some sort of a wow you know i have achieved this great thing it's someone else's viewpoint you know so i look at it like that and all of you all listening to this other people will say that you are that you're famous other people will say that you're achieved other people say that you've failed other people will say that you're useless other people will say that oh what a legendary guy or a girl but at the end of the day you're alone with your mind and your thoughts always remember think of the next thing that you have to do because you're only as good as your last gig or you can say as your last uh, whatever achievement okay 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 love that amazing i mean the the amount of the range that we have ended up covering in this uh, podcast is uh, quite crazy but thank you so much for these insights and thank you so much for all uh, that you've shared today thank thank you yashika for inviting me and you know thank you for being such a wonderful host and and asking all the right questions i love talking to you this conversation has been wonderful thank you for it thanks for tuning in feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section do rate us on apple podcasts if you like the episode subscribe or hit follow voice of achievers on apple podcasts google podcasts hubhopper spotify geo savan gana or wherever you get your podcasts from send us an email on editor@voiceofachievers.com or find us on voice of achievers dot com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover don't forget to tune in next week again voice of achievers on epilog media